welcome to Iconic Talk. This is your community's podcast with conversations about real estate, local happenings, and all things Winchester, Virginia. My name's Mark Francis, a local realtor, broker, and owner at Icon Real Estates. And my name's Nikki Hoffman, a physician assistant turned real estate agent on the Icon Real Estate team. Mark and I are really excited to share everything that we love about Winchester, Virginia with you listeners. We want you to be informed, savvy real estate consumers in today's ever-changing market. If you want local knowledge, you have come to the right place. Well, we are here with episode three. I'm yeah. excited about it. Me too. Super excited about you this know, one. You know, we are turning a, making a page turn here, I think, in our journey yes. of podcast hosts. Yep. Because, you know, I what I know is real estate, what I know is our market, and I know a little bit about Winchester. Mm-hmm. But we are going to get a chance to chat with some ladies who are not really in the real estate business, are they? No. You know, they. it's neat because we want to partner with our people in our community. Yeah. And um, something that I really look forward to. And I don't know about you, Nikki, but I have kids and they're older. Um, mm-hmm. But when I had kids younger, and, and Gemma for you is two and a half, yeah, right? Yeah. Summer was challenging. I mean, you, you have only a certain amount of things you can do with your kids yep. and where to go and what to experience. Mm-hmm. And you can say, go run outside and play. And that lasts a couple of minutes, you know, and they come inside because they're too hot. They're or hot. They're tired. Yeah. Got to feed them. You yeah. Know? So this, we just came, our first on-site interview guest appearance as well so we had the chance to sit down at the Shenandoah Valley Discovery Museum which was awesome met two amazing ladies over there Dawn Devine the executive director and Tammy Stevenson the director of development and marketing and they were just balls of energy they're amazing you know so what to expect is just listen to what is new there at the Discovery Museum yeah if you're familiar with it you're going to learn some things about this Mm -hmm. and Listen to the enthusiasm that they have. Let me tell you, I mean, they're bringing it. Yeah, they were, they seriously were awesome. And it was really cool to hear that they were both, you know, kind of relatively new to their positions and just a lot of passion and, and kind of actually one of the things, you know, Tammy alluded to was that whole, you know, COVID had its downsides, but also had its positivities as well. Like, you know, you the opportunity to consider change yep. and things like that. So it, it I think it was a really them, cool But we are excited about cool presenting talk. that conversation mm-hmm. to, to you guys. And I'll tell you, so for the story about kids, I mean, this is the place to take them. Oh, yeah. Let Gemma loves this place. Yeah. So mm-hmm. get ready for a nice, fun conversation where you will learn something new about Winchester, Virginia. Here you go. All right, so yeah, I'm so excited to have our guests with us is Dawn and Tammy from the Discovery Museum. And before we dive into the actual job, I want to get to know you guys. So I'll turn to you, Dawn, first and just share a little bit about your background and what brought you here to Winchester. So I'm the newest Winchesterite. Mm -hmm. Is that the word for it, Winchesterite? I sure. think so. You <laughs> just, coin, you just coined either, it. So, so sure. It sounds go. right. <laughs> so I moved here just a few months prior to COVID, and I actually came for this job. I opened a children's museum in Rochester, Minnesota years ago, actually, um, after I had worked in higher education. And one of the things that brought me to children's museums in general is when I was a dean of a college, I talked to my faculty members about kinesthetic learning. 
which is basically hands-on learning, which is actually the best way for anybody to learn. But it is truly the only way for children birth to age three learn. Wow. And so my background in cognitive development in early childhood led me to being very excited about opening children's museums because children's museums are a unique place that invites the whole family in to experience that kinesthetic And you came learning. from an education I came from, background. I did. I lectured general medicine. Yeah. So peds, uh, labor and delivery, all sorts of different uh, medical-based backgrounds. The town is blessed to have you. A dean here in town working <laughs> yeah. at a children's museum. Well, let me tell you, I am so excited to be part of another children's museum and one who's been around for a long time. We mm -hmm. are celebrating our 25th year, which is very unique to children's museums, especially in small towns. So yeah. I give Winchester a lot of credit. Hmm. But I did move here, so I moved here a few months before COVID, and I moved here from Minnesota that always gets a good laugh. <laughs> well, I think we can tell. Uh, we we yes. can tell. I mean, listening to you, I'm like, wow, that is just an awesome accent. Classic. Minnesota. Love it. <laughs> Tammy, how about you? Tell us about yourself. So I'm Tammy Stevenson, and I am the newest to the staff. Um, not new to Winchester. I joined the Discovery Museum as the Director of Development and Marketing on February 8th oh, wow. of this year. Okay. Um, my background is over 21 years at um, a local radio station, Wink FM. So you're um, all, you know what communication is like. And I talking do, and, and um, I've been called the mayor, oh. so I know people as well. Anyway, nice. the position, um, I can look at it as a blessing now as I talked to you earlier, mm. but I was let go during COVID when a lot of the staff mm. was being decreased. And at the time, um, you don't look at it like that. But sure. then I realized in those seven months that I really love children. I, I have never worked in a nonprofit. Mm -hmm. And I wanted to stay right here and do something a lot more fun. Mm -hmm. It sounds like you have sales. a heart for the community, though, too. I do. I've like been here. Yeah, my children are raised here. Um, and so my husband has a great career here. And so when this position opened and I interviewed, I just felt like it was meant to be. And I hope that Dawn feels the same. Say it's the same, Dawn, yeah. right? Yeah. Okay. Absolutely. But I just yeah. felt like when I moved into this, um, the great thing about this job is that it's not a hard sell. Um, right. Sometimes radio, that kind of thing is, mm -hmm. but children and their education and their future sure. and hands-on learning, um, it's such an easy sell, so to speak, and people want to help. And um, I have certainly found since I've been here, we are one of the most blessed nonprofits, in my opinion. We have a tremendous board. We have tremendous community mm. support. Mm -hmm. um, and it's been a welcome change. Yeah. To be well, we're here yeah. to talk to you guys because we are in the real estate world, but our podcast is really meant to bring the community together, mm -hmm. meant to share and highlight to our listeners kind of what does Winchester have to offer. Yeah. And so I'm curious to hear, Don, for you of just moving into town a couple mm -hmm. years ago, what's your experience been like in finding Winchester and landing here and getting plugged in? Well, so we were really intentional about this move, and we did a lot of research about this move when we first looked at it. There's only 300 children's museums throughout the country, um, and there aren't a lot that have executive director positions, so that's what I was looking for first. But Winchester really hit us for lots of things. It's central location. Mm -hmm. It's a wonderful location. We can, unlike the Midwest, where you have to drive five or six hours to get anywhere, here you can drive an hour and a half and get to a lot of great places. 
But Winchester is very unique in that it, it's community. Um, we did have our son go through the last year of high school here, and we loved the schooling here through Winchester Public Schools. Mm -hmm. We had a great experience with that. Um, and he has some special needs, so we worked through the special needs program here, which was wonderful. Um, but there's a lot of unique things about this community that I felt made a good fit for my family. Um, I encourage people to research and really look hard when they look at yeah. places to go. Um, the other and last thing, of course, was the weather was slightly better. <laughs> yeah, exactly. We actually do get heat in Minnesota, mm -hmm. but we basically have the extremes. Freezing cold, really hot. Mm -hmm. And so here, I love the season. You're shoveling out pretty much like five months of the year, right? Yep, mm -hmm. 59 yeah. inches of snow. Actually, the year we moved, we had 86 inches of snow. Oh, no wow. snow so, days either. Mm -hmm. The children go. I'm, I'm glad to be here. I, yeah, I'm a Midwest <laughs> girl myself, so I totally oh, I un understand Where that. Where did you move from? Um, I grew up outside of Chicago, so oh, yeah. similar weather patterns. Uh -huh. yep. So living in Virginia is a blessing. Yes, <laughs> for sure. it's lovely. Oh, yeah. yeah. Definitely. And I think that the, the Discovery Museum, I feel like really, really, really invites all mm -hmm. the family at all ages. Mm -hmm. We invite middle schoolers in to be CITs, which are our counselors and trainings. We um, hire earlier to late um, college students, but then also serving the community from birth to age eight to 10. We really invite families to come in. It's a great networking place. So I feel like the Discovery Museum is a huge gem, not only for the children's and families, but also for the community long term, because some of the things that are happening here is learning those soft skills sure. of employment. Mm -hmm. sure. And so we see that happen every day. Mm -hmm. So give us a little bit of the history of the museum. You know, so uh, as you did your research and homework to come here to get the right. position, what drew you uh, to this position? So as far as the history and the longevity, tell us a little bit about kind of how long this museum's been around town. So it's very unique to have a museum that is this old in a small town. The museum is celebrating its 25th year, so it opened in 1996 as a 5,000 square foot museum on the mall mm -hmm. and has really grown exponentially. Obviously, we are now in a 19,000 square foot museum wow. space with a rooftop as well. So there's a lot of wonderful things about that growth, but it also shows me and tells me that the community values education. And, and because we are part of the old town and we are part of a downtown area, it also shows me that we are welcoming to everyone mm -hmm. so that there aren't any barriers for our families. So hopefully they can either walk or drive in. Um, obviously we have parking, but because we're part of this old town component, it really helps to welcome as many people as possible, including yep. a tourist destination which we get most definitely are and the building itself is it's a destination so cool. oh yeah that's what really makes it place. really neat and i gotta say iconic talk here we are on the road we are sitting <laughs> in the building with you guys mm -hmm. and just looking around and seeing all the colors and seeing the height of the ceilings and seeing all the games and things but the educational component that yep. kids and families of all ages can get plugged into i find fascinating and as you said this building wasn't always the destination. So what what did you guys hear? I mean, so Tammy, maybe you can even speak to this since you were in town. What, what really went through the process of moving to where it was on the walking mall, but right. not as visible of where you are now? Well, the biggest change is that it was a furniture warehouse. Hmm. Not knocking furniture warehouses, but there's not a lot of 
hey, let's go to the furniture warehouse. Anyway, <laughs> but my children played on the Old Town Mall. Yep. So you can only imagine the excitement when this building was actually coming to fruition. Mm -hmm. And all of a sudden, and the rooftop is yep. something we were going to mention oh, yeah. later, but Absolutely. that alone, the color and the change in just from a building that served a very strong purpose to what it is now is amazing. Mm -hmm. And then again, like Dawn mentioned, the location to the Old Town Walking Mall, um, and you can't help but look right up. Right Cork Street. We Right, yep. but you look up yep. and you realize, and you're like, what is that? Even if you don't know, you go, what is that over there? Like you said, the colors and the rooftop. I gotta um, tell you, I mean, yeah. I just recently went to this the Smithsonian Museums yes. downtown in DC and brought my family from California, they they love coming to DC. You know, oh, they, sure. they love just kind of being a part of that. And that's part of the experience. Part of the experience is the building and, and going in and seeing the architecture and the design mm -hmm. and the, the massiveness of a building. And we have that here in small town Winchester. We have this fabulous building, this fabulous museum that is a attention grabber. Right. <laughs> right? Oh, I agree. That's, yeah. I mean, I have a two and a half year old daughter, so we were just getting to the point where we were starting to do activities like this before COVID. So we joined last, literally last March. Yeah. And we came. Great timing. Perfect. Perfect. Awesome. <laughs> we joined and we came a couple of times. And the, the amazing thing is you walk in and your kid is just like immediately like, I'm going, I'm going to get after this. I mean, she was less than two at that point. Oh, and sure. she was ready to just start exploring from the moment you walk through the door. So it really is such a such a cool spot. What we've enjoyed the most here, I have since February, is that we have like this particular one section on the second floor where it's like these roller coasters and you can do that. And this just happened. There was a grandparent, you know, set of grandparents, parents, and one baby. So it takes everybody because we have to take pictures. <laughs> of everything she does of course well the grandfather and the father were working with the child on the thing well the grandmother and mother went to a whole different floor and dad and grandpa had a competition and they were building it higher and higher and finally we looked at him and we're like they're gone <laughs> they left you here but it just shows that as adults <laughs> If we could just put down the phones, put down and yes. play, yes. it's it's a, the stress that goes from you. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And these little kids in here with their little faces, I mean, it's yeah. Oh it's my gosh, joy. cute it's as joy. they can be. Mm -hmm. So walk us through what the museum has to offer. So if, if somebody's listening and they've never been, or if they're maybe like Nikki, their kids are just getting to mm -hmm. the age where it makes sense for them to join. Mm -hmm. what, what do you have to provide them? Well, the come. museum here opened in 2014, and so we have a nice blend of both. Nikki's daughter at two and a half will really like the things she can count on. And I will tell you, as my guess, and of course I'm a little prejudiced because my floor is second floor, but second <laughs> floor is the space for her. Okay. Because, again, we have a water table there, yes. but it's the things that she can count on. Mm -hmm. So, but we also have some novel and changing things. We added a slide. We've added some stuff up onto the rooftop, and we, we plan to continue to keep adding because as kids get older, they will want the new and different challenges. Mm -hmm. So you get a nice blend of both. Obviously, on the first floor, we have the huge ambulance, which mm -hmm. everybody talks about. But I would say consistently when we get letters from field trips, it's the climber that mm. the kids seem to love. That um, And when we added the slide, that has been mm -hmm. in many drawings from yeah. our field trip uh, visitors. But that's kind of one of the things that stay. 
But one of the things I really love is a lot of the museum reflects the local community. Yes. So to go up onto second floor and see the apple packing shed, which is unique to Winchester, that's part of what a children's museum should be. Mm -hmm. It should reflect the local community, the local employment, jobs, so that kids can see and embrace the history of what's happening And it here. educates them. So it's, exactly. they're playing games, they're, and yep. they're learning while they're experiencing something hands-on, touch, feel, sense smell, mm -hmm. see, I mean, That's you exactly. get everything happening. And we go back to those soft skills, especially in the apple packing shed and in the roller coasters like Tammy talked about. We see a lot of communication skills, yes. mm. coordination, collaboration, all things you're hoping grow with them and continue to learn. And, you know, sometimes it's true. Collaboration doesn't look the same. <laughs> it's grabbing and crying. Yes. But ultimately, <laughs> you're hopefully learning those communication skills. And at the apple packing shed, we see one kid right away taking over and saying, you're going to be this person, yep. you're going to mm -hmm. be that person. And then they take it over to the farmer's market and they're like, you're going to be the cashier this time. And I always laugh because I think those are firstborns. We had a <laughs> really are. great experience because there were kids on a field trip and they were a little bit older, you know, maybe mm -hmm. kindergarten age. And they were cheering on my daughter and trying to get her to interact with them and it was so sweet and I she's an it. only child and so it was wonderful for her to get the interaction from older children she definitely loved every second of it oh sure it mm -hmm. is so fun it's fun to see them grow and I know Tammy on her floor she gets a lot with our blue blocks because that's mm -hmm. the collaboration and communication on third floor what are blue what are the blue so blocks? they are big massive pieces of foam really but oh. they're blocks okay and so you can turn one and put a little um, pipe through it and you can ride a motorcycle you know they make it and you see the towers and you see the and of course the older sibling builds the tower the younger sibling Knocks it crashes over. it down but again all part of that learning mm -hmm. um, our longhouse is a big attraction for history buffs mm -hmm. to learn a little bit more about Native Americans mm -hmm. um, and we I feel like we've done a good job about like there's things you can feel again like you just said Mark it's all the senses yeah. mm -hmm. it's what's happening um, and then of course which we can get into the rooftop yes is my absolute favorite spot I feel like that that's the most like unique feature Absolutely. of the museum so walk us through especially if you haven't been or maybe if you are a member you know give us something that is kind of unique that they should really look out for and I, I say the rooftop I say the rooftop because there's nowhere else in the Winchester Frederick County area that you can see all of the city at it's one true. place mm -hmm. you can get this fantastic picture the sun, you know, going down, it's beautiful up there. Yeah. Um, and not just that, it's really that whole, it's a cliche, but the bird's eye view, people look yep. tiny. The, you know, the per, you can see the cars going by mm -hmm. and you're kind of on top of the world and I love it up there. And then um, Mark, you may or may not know this Eagle Scout locally. I don't know. <laughs> Talk um, to me. But he did these wonderful native plants to Virginia. And again, what we were talking about each floor has its own piece, and there's another part that's unique to Virginia. It's native plants to Virginia, and there's these little um, informational guides as you're going through where you can read about that. But then we also have a giant Connect Four game. You <laughs> yeah. know, so if you have exactly. the son that's 12 and then the little one that's four, everybody's happy on the rooftop, and then mom and dad are getting these fantastic pictures mm -hmm. of the city. I don't know, I think it's probably, that's our most unique feature in my opinion. Mm -hmm. I believe the bees are very exciting on the second yes, floor yeah, too. Um, 
Well, yeah, you, but, you referenced Pierce. That's my son. Yes. So, so let's I, just thank you for allowing him to be a part of that. Oh my because gosh, great. he grew up in the Discovery Museum. We went as kids when it was in the other building, went through the process to mm -hmm. being here, is a CIT, you know, the counselor yep. in training. Yes, he yep. did that cool. during a couple summers. Uh -huh. So he's passionate about it. And yes. he came to you guys and was mm -hmm. like, what's the best project? And it was started with the bees and then that didn't work out then it was like, let's do a plant exhibit. And right. so cool. to create it, to not just dig up plants and plant new ones, no. but to be educational. And specific to a, and to deliberate, a point yes. Specific to Shenandoah Valley, yes. here's plants that could be in your backyard, in your forest, that you can learn about how to keep up with them and for an Eagle Scout project. I've used the QR code, yes. I gotta tell you. It has to, to be, it has to be like some yeah. sort of conservation component for an Eagle Scout project. And so yeah. it's, it's talking and teaching our community how to conserve and how to preserve the plants and the environment that's in around our habitat Correct. which ultimately benefits our bees yeah however you look at it yep. because we definitely need those things for our truly educational so mm -hmm. that is very unique i love it to yep. walk us through <laughs> you're probably best to speak to this don because you all you know is COVID here in, in Winchester pretty much but how did it impact the museum how it, I, I think of things of safety but I think of cleanliness and I mm -hmm. think of parents who may be a little fearful of so many different opportunities of where my kids could get sick what what precautionary features and measures do you guys take to help with COVID? Well, luckily enough, I actually was part of a board, a hospital board, when we went through our accreditations. And so I use the same standards that we use in a playroom in a hospital setting mm. for okay. the cleanliness standards here. Mm. Mm -hmm. Because we, and we did long before COVID came about. When COVID happened, it did directly impact us. And actually, like Tammy was saying, good things came out of COVID. Mm -hmm. So I had moved here just a few months before and unique to Virginia, there's seven children's museums and another couple science centers and I had wanted to take the the staff and travel to each one of them and learn and see and play at the different centers well when we closed for COVID I reached out to the executive directors for each of them and said hey would you guys like to create a Virginia collaborative so that we could come together and create best practices for reopening in COVID mm -hmm. we were all being affected in, in mm -hmm. a similar way and all needed to learn how to reopen and I was lucky enough to have some medical background and help. They were thrilled. So we actually meet now wow. on a monthly basis as a mm -hmm. Virginia collective of all the children's museums and science awesome. centers. And we've had some from West Virginia and Maryland join us as well. Mm -hmm. And so it helped us. But one of the things we've learned is we are unique and very blessed in that we were one of the first to reopen. So we literally opened our doors on July 8th, mm -hmm. 2020. Mm -hmm. And we actually were one of only three children's museums in the state to be open all the way through till the beginning of this year. Wow. So we have done it very safely. We have mm -hmm. continued to monitor the CDC and understand the sanitizing because it's we clean, but we also need to sanitize in the world of COVID. And it's been wonderful to also learn how COVID now has learned and presented itself that it isn't infectious from surfaces, although mm -hmm. other things still are. Right. Um, but we continue to stay abreast of the information that's out there and continue to encourage mask wearing for anybody that's un unvaccinated. So from five on up that are unvaccinated, because we always remind people that 
about 80% of our visitors are unvaccinated and can't be vaccinated mm. right now because right. they're under 12. Yep. Mm -hmm. So we still encourage it. The only people who can choose are vaccinated people. Okay. Yeah. So, Good. so Good yes, we continue. And we've learned a lot. And that collective will stay in working order and will be a benefit out of the COVID experience. So right now, play sessions are Wednesday through Saturday from 9.30 to 3.30. Is Correct. that right? Okay. Yes. Correct. And you have to pre-purchase tickets in advance? We or can prefer you come that. And, okay. You can come to the door. The problem with that on a Friday, Saturday particularly, is that mm -hmm. we are still following attendance guidelines. Okay. Right. So if we hit our capacity, yeah. then you, you might have to, have to come back. Away. So we are still suggesting going to discoverymuseum.net, mm -hmm. click on the golden ticket at the top that says tickets, mm -hmm. and register that way. So um, do you need to be a member to just come for a day or can you just buy a day pass? Like what's the, what are the, what are the options we, of how um, to come? Right now you can, I mean, anybody can, you just pay and come in. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's literally it. But mm -hmm. we do have two memberships. Mm -hmm. A premier membership here is $160 and that gives you unlimited entrance for up to six people, wow. which is really fantastic because it's $9 a person. Yeah. which is still not unreasonable, but if you're a family of six, think about that over sure. a few times. Mm -hmm. um, but an Explorer membership is 125, and that's up to four people. Okay. But the value of the membership is that you also are gonna get a lot more information. You'll get a discount on like summer camps and events and mm -hmm. things like that. Um, we have a large amount of members here, and during COVID, you may know this, Nikki, mm -hmm. um, we extended all yes. of our memberships mm -hmm. three months to yep. cover that time we were okay. closed. Mm -hmm. Um, but it's really the best bargain, I guess, if you want to use the word. But we are still, um, we're still seeing a nice attendance. I mean, we Good. do have capacity guidelines, but we've been really, really lucky. If I remember correctly, yeah. is there some membership level two where there's some reciprocity with other museums? That's or? correct. Okay. So we are a part of the, um, is it American or Association? It's the Association, Association of Association. Children's Museums. Uh -huh. And so if you are a part of us, you also get a link where you can go look. So if you're visiting Michigan, mm -hmm. we'll just pick a place. Um, there's a reciprocal membership. So and each mm -hmm. museum's different, but we offer half off. Nice, okay. Your entrance. That's great. So yeah. if you're traveling across the country, visiting grandma, whatever you're doing, mm -hmm. you can visit museums with a reciprocal membership. I've got to tell you, when I was a member with my kids, that was a huge It's bonus. very huge. If you're yeah. traveling, I mean, it's awesome. Richmond, Baltimore, Absolutely. I can't remember what are still affiliated, yes. but yes. The, we took advantage of it. Sure. And it Even makes if sense. if you go to the beach and it's a rainy day, you can go to a You can find a museum. museum. Exactly. That's right. Definitely did that. I even summer, think I went so. to Boston because of that too. Oh yeah. yeah. Yes. I, so it, again, it, the the options are There's numerous. There's 300 throughout the and country. It's, wow. So yeah. it's well worth the membership. Yes. Yeah. I think just so. Be a part of Winchester. So, do you all have um, any sort of celebration or event coming up to help celebrate the 25th anniversary? Oh, so funny you'd ask. No, I'm kidding. Um, <laughs> August 21st is our Building Our Future Gala. Okay. Um, that is coming up um, a little faster than I would like to say, but that is from 7 to 10 that evening. The museum will be closed on Saturday, August 21st, so we can prepare for that. Mm -hmm. um, with the theme of Building Our Future, just to give you an idea of what the plan is moving forward, it's very much a construction build theme. Cool. The reason is because we would love to think that the money we raise from this gala will turn into a 2022 new exhibit mm. of construction. Okay. Cool. And moving forward, each gala will have a theme for the next build. Oh, so the idea nice. is that we'll do it in the summer and then the next year, not the, that Labor Day, but sure. the next Labor Day, 
we will close for a week and build it. Mm -hmm. That's the plan. Mm -hmm. So if you um, come to the gala, you so could be part of it. So if you come to the gala, you're going to be part of it. <laughs> is it um, limited to attendance for the we gala? We do. We have to watch our guidelines, but we're in really good shape right now. We do have some tickets left. Mm -hmm. um, everything's on our website okay. at discoverymuseum.net. But um, you are always welcome to call and ask for me, um, Tammy mm -hmm. Stevenson. Actually, any of the staff can help you. But if you want very specifics, um, we have two levels of sponsorship still available. We can still sell individual tickets. Mm -hmm. um, but it's really cool. We have um, Raised on Analog as the group play in that night. We have auction. We have games. We have food. Mm -hmm. um, again, all local. Um, Valley Health is our title sponsor, um, which has been really great because obviously we've been working very closely with Valley Health mm -hmm. during this pandemic to make sure yeah. our visitors are safe. And so. I've been to many of them. And let me tell you, it is a thing to experience. I mean, coming yeah. to the building is one thing, but then to I'm not sure we have plans for this time, but the, the decorations and the transformation of it, it and is. the food and the activities and the getting to know people and the community and just And it's grown-ups. Yes. How about that? There you go. And, and you not can kids. play. You don't have to wait in line with the kids to play with the No, you get to you play again. And you can have a drink or two, You I can. Believe. You yeah. can. Yeah. And you can have grown-up food, not okay. chicken nuggets, okay. and it's awesome. What's yeah. awesome. that like? I don't know. Exactly. With a two-and-a-half-year-old, you might not know. And you might actually wear pants with buttons. I don't know. But the sky's the limit. Hey, but get dressed up. But it is a fun adult night. Um, and there's lots of things we, we were looking at as we come out of this COVID world mm -hmm. where we do have events like that for just adults. But right now, we just have to take it step by step. Right. We can't go full tilt. We can't open mm -hmm. yep. like before, but we're getting there. Do yep. you have any opportunities for people that want to volunteer? Like, let's say somebody is in the community and they want to volunteer at, at the museum. We do. So we actually have some unique opportunities post-COVID. Mm -hmm. We have a couple really fun things. Like, for instance, for people who maybe don't want to be here during open hours, um, we've had one wonderful volunteer who's willingly made some felt food for us. Mm. So if anybody is crafty and wants to do something, oh, cool. we've also had some volunteers adopt an exhibit. Mm -hmm. And so they come in once a month when we're closed and just work on a conveyor belt and, and clean it and do all the, you know, any sort of repairs that need to be done and stuff. So we do have that, but we always are looking for volunteers mm -hmm. who come during open hours Excellent. and engage, play mm -hmm. with kids, those kind of things. I was going to tell you guys too, back to the uh, rooftop, I don't know how many people participated, but we will have our skating rink, our sock oh, skating cool. rink back for yes. the holidays again this year. I love so it. Oh, I don't even know about year. this. Yes. Oh, it's great fun. Cool. And as a two and a half year old, they would love it. But we, yeah, yeah we got it last year. It was a big, huge, it was one of those things we just really wanted to do for families. It was a rough year. 2020 was a mm -hmm. really hard year for families and we wanted to end on a positive note. Mm -hmm. We knew things weren't going to happen. Um, in the old town area for the christmas so we were able to get it and then we will reinstall it each year between thanksgiving and the beginning of the year awesome wow. well you guys are awesome. amazing and we have just a final little segment with you oh, that we're yeah. gonna call five iconic questions oh okay no. so just yeah, right. in quick 10 20 seconds or less you get a chance to answer five questions okay all right? so i'll look to you tammy and you get to roll okay so what's your favorite restaurant in town um, El Centro. El Centro. I okay. love it. Yeah, okay. me too. What is one thing you love about your neighborhood? My neighborhood. Probably the Leave it to Beaver idea. Kids riding bikes. Oh, neat. Yeah. You know, walking yeah. the dog. Yeah. Everybody's out in the yard. Very, um, very much suburbia. 
Excellent. So you're in the county suburbia? I am. I'm in Stephen City, but Fred yes. yeah, Southern yes. Frederick County, but very, um, yeah, very leave Perfect. it to Beaver. So I'll look to you also because you're more from here. Why is Winchester a great place to live? Um, I'm going to back what Dawn said about the proximity to everything. Mm -hmm. um, Winchester, Stephen City, Middletown, all these areas still have that small town, a little bit of a small town feel, but you can head to D.C., you can head yep. up Tagerstown, mm -hmm. you can head down. And if you want, um, you have a little bit of water, you have a little bit of mountains, you've got this great combination. Yep. Mm -hmm. And so I think we're a great thoroughfare. Well, so you did mention that some people consider you the mayor. From I a little bit of the mayor. <laughs> so our next question, I don't know if you'll be able to answer this, but where do you meet new friends in Winchester? If you already know everyone. But. Well, for me personally, <laughs> um, wineries. Okay. The yes. wineries and all the cidery, like that for yeah. me has been a great addition okay. in the last, I'll say, 10 years. Do you have a favorite um, one that you like to visit? Oh my gosh, Valerie Hill, hands okay. down. Yeah, beautiful. Um, probably because it's the closest to my home. Okay. But um, just love them. It's mm -hmm. a family of educators and just awesome people. Mm -hmm. um, but I love that. And I love the combination here of history and business. Mm -hmm. yep. So like there's a whole story about Valerie Hill with their history, and then you get a great set of wine yep. so i mean sure. yeah of course yeah. why not great combination. last and final question mm -hmm. what is one of winchester's hidden gems and you can't say discovery i can't say the discovery museum <laughs> um hidden gem can i do a category yeah i'm sure. gonna have to mm -hmm. that's what i'm gonna do okay mm -hmm. farm markets Good. I, yes. I think that um, we have such a variety. Mm -hmm. um, Marker Miller's probably one of my favorites, mm -hmm. West Oaks, mm -hmm. um, any of those. But I love the fact that produce, meat, mm -hmm. flowers, like go. It's They're everywhere. So yeah. I would say farmer's markets is our greatest value here. Yep. Awesome. That is awesome. I love it. You guys are both amazing. And it was exciting to have you guys be on our podcast. Thank you so much. Give us one final plug. So what's the website? discoverymuseum.net yep and then the event is on what date saturday august 21st from 7 to 10 right here at the museum and they can go to the website to, yes. to find how to register again for that there too. is a pretty little graphic there click mm -hmm. on it where it says building our future mm -hmm. and all the information about tickets are um, my emails on there my yep. numbers on okay. there excellent awesome. you guys are awesome yeah thanks thank for coming thank on you so thank you all much. this was fun yeah, perfect was. looking forward to talking to you guys again soon right. thanks you guys bye Wow, what a fun time at that Discovery Museum. Let me tell you, they can share some stories. They, they really can. <laughs> I loved learning about their backgrounds and learning about the museum itself. Yeah, it's, that was a great, a great time. Yeah, so you know, I, I want to bring up just a, a couple questions for ourselves. I want the people who are listening to learn something about Winchester when they listen to our shows. So Nikki, help kind of prime that pump. What did you learn when we were able to chat with them? Oh my goodness. Um, well, I love hearing about how their goals for, you know, future um, uh, builds and mm -hmm. things were going to be based on the event that they're planning. So this event coming up, um, building our future is going to be sort of um, a, a starting point for a, a new like new What's construction? What's the word I'm looking like, for? Yeah, they yeah. have construction stuff going on. Right, right? exactly. Building so, new exhibits. Exhibit. New, yeah. That's the word I'm that trying. I was looking I'll for. Help you Thank out. you. Yeah. <laughs> really reaching deep there. But so so each year they're like they're gonna have this fundraiser where they are trying to, um, you know, 
come up with ideas and raise money for the exhibit the yep. following year. So that's yep. really cool. That means, I mean, that's just showing too, like the longevity, how they're looking forward and, um, you know, planning for these exhibits, you know, years in advance, probably. I love it. And, you know, for me, I learned that the quality of the staff there and and how Dawn has a background in medicine a little bit and yeah. education Very and cool. being a dean, you put that yeah. together and then you put together a pandemic of COVID. I think that my kids would feel pretty safe going there. Yeah. And that's that was a big plus for me. Well, I know. I mean, personal experience, like I said, when we were talking to them, um, you know, I had literally joined the one year membership. Sure. Like two weeks before COVID. <laughs> and um, so the nice things, yes, they extended the membership, which was amazing customer mm. service. Mm -hmm. But also, um, you know, I had gone probably last summer, you know, at that point when you know, you know, I'm wearing a mask, but I've got a toddler who's not wearing a mask. And the volunteers that were working were amazing. You know, they were happy to be there. They were, you know, basically following my child around, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> making yeah. sure that, um, you know, things were getting cleaned up. Cause of course, you know, she was at the age where everything had to go in the mouth. So it, you know, they definitely are on top of the procedures. And there. I'm excited about their gala coming up yeah. as well. I mean, I've gone, like I said, a, a few different times mm -hmm. and it's always fun to find out like, what's the theme going to be? Sure. What are the decorations going to look like? Yeah. How they transform the museum? They have a band typically, and I didn't get a chance to see if that's going to happen this year or not. Yeah, they did. Great. She said "Raised on Analog" is going to be there. Oh, okay, I, yeah. I missed that. Yeah, yeah, "Raised on Analog." There, see, there you mm -hmm. go. That's why there's two of us. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> see, I couldn't think of the word exhibit. Yeah. You couldn't think of "Raised on Analog." <laughs> see, great team. There, there you, you go. go. <laughs> yeah, so we definitely learned a lot. I love having them be a part of our conversation, and trust me, we will fill you in on what that gala looked like because I'm going to be there and I'll share that story. And I know. Nick, you're talking about going yeah, to. Yeah, I think I'm going to go too. Absolutely. Awesome. We'll, we'll fill everybody in. Yeah. Well, let me bring up here our segment of the day of the Icon Agent Brag segment. This is going to be for you, Sarah Abderazak. You know, and first I've got to say that name again, Sarah Abderazak. Not many people know how to say it. So I had let no me pronounce idea. that properly. Thank you. <laughs> and, it, and it's easy to remember if you can think of two R's and two Z's and then it ends in a Q. I don't know if that helps you out or not, but okay. yeah. So, and I love it because for me, whenever I'm typing Sarah's name into any of my devices, it instantly spells it for me. I love it. So her okay. name is so unique that your Apple products, whatever is going on, it'll instantly pop right up. Too funny. Yeah. And so the, the cool brag about Sarah is that she is killing it. She came into town just a couple years ago and she would always bounce around because of military for her husband. And she's now going to be planted here in Winchester. I oh, believe nice. from what I've heard that there's not, hopefully, Lord willing, not going to be a lot of moving happening. Now mm -hmm. her husband is going to get deployed later on in the year. But the brag moment is that she is just killing it in sales. From only being here in town for a couple of years, mm -hmm. she is now up to 15th place in the overall uh, agents of Winchester and Frederick County wow. for this year. That's awesome. Last year, she got the top award of the President's Club for the Blue Ridge Association of Realtors, mm -hmm. and she is well on pace to blow that away this coming year. Nice. So she is killing it. She has her own website. So if you guys want to learn more about Sarah, she's at sarahsells.realestate.com, and she would love to help you out, I know. So just a little push for it, and then you can ask her about her dancing background. That's always something to... She was a dancer? Something about that. Okay. Yeah. You're going to have to pick her brain. I, so anybody yeah. who's watching and listening, go hunt down Sarah. 
message her, call her and say, what about dancing? Mm-hmm. You know, maybe you can teach her. Maybe she can teach a little something about that. Yeah. Yeah. So I could use a lesson. There you go. Sarah, you know, you are rocking and rolling. Keep it up. Congrats, keep doing Sarah. well yeah, there. Keep up the hard work. Absolutely. So Nikki, tell us what's on, on docket here for things in Winchester, because part of our segments here is let's just tell people what to do and where to go. Yes. What's happening? So a couple things I just wanted to highlight for this week. Um, so um, are you familiar with Froggy's Closet? A little bit. Okay. Tell me more about who, what that is. Okay, so I learned about Froggy's Closet as a, uh, from a friend who volunteers there. But So basically, it's um, it's called Families Reaching Out Group. So I oh, think for frog. fun, they call oh, it Froggy's. Okay. got it. Froggy's Closet is where you can make donations of clothing and other, um, you know, sort of household things. But pretty much clothes and shoes, I think, is the primary thing. But it's basically... Um, donating those things to go to foster children, Hmm. children that may have been victims of abuse, neglect, um, just basically Mm at-risk children. Mm -hmm. Um, And so, but could be up into like teens as well. So not just young children, but basically, um, my understanding is basically until adulthood. So um, they're actually having a fundraiser, um, a rug sale. So um, it's going to be at 1620 South Loudon Street, which I believe is the old like a was it Piper office supply okay so it's in that building it's going to be on Friday August 6th from 5 to 8 p.m. and Saturday August 7th from 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. cool so it's going to be benefiting Froggy's Closet all of the proceeds great organization yeah I mean what a great idea to help out you know foster kids kids Mm -hmm. neglected abused you know at risk Mm -hmm. help them out yeah give them the pick of litter of great clothes great supplies yeah and if you're looking for a place to donate items they um, you know check them out on Facebook or go to their website um, you know, I've I've definitely donated some things there, and yep. I know that's very appreciated. Yep. So. And the other thing on the docket, we've already talked about it, yeah. but the Discover Museum's gala mm-hmm. on the twenty first of August yep. from seven to ten mm-hmm. tickets. And again, they were they didn't want to get into the financial details, but let me tell you, I mean, COVID affects everybody. Yeah, and it affected them in a way that you know you can't have kids come into the museum uh-huh. uh, for months at a time. So that really put a damper on them. So this kind of gala is is really also going to help kickstart them into the Very new year and be able to help raise some money. Yeah. They've got great opportunities where they have silent auctions and, and really cool prizes, things like that you can bid on and win and pay for. Mm-hmm. So it, it's going to help them out. So right. that's immense. Again, yeah. go to their website that they've already promoted um, yeah. to find out all the details. And also, I think Tammy said you could email her directly. So Tammy S at discoverymuseum.net. And they did say, I mean, if you can't go to the... Um, gala, but you want to sponsor or make a donation, that's also possible. So feel free to contact them. And then, um, again, their summer play sessions are Wednesday through Saturday, 930 to 330. And best to, um, sort of do that online ahead of time so that you make sure that again, cause they're keeping sure. head counts and they're wanting to make sure only a safe number of people get in there. there. Mark Francis realtor is going to be sponsoring it. So, you oh, know, cool. absolutely yeah, awesome. come, come find me. I'll be there. Yeah. And then, um, the other fun thing, you know, if you're looking for something free is the old town splash pad. I know there've been a lot of operational issues that going in and out and, you know, maybe not working for from time to time, but mm-hmm. that's going on in the summer too. If it's hot outside, you don't have access yep. to a pool, great place to let your place. kids run around. And just a thing to do, just yeah. like the Discovery Museum. Exactly. And, and they were right about that rooftop. I mean, that is really cool. Amazing. There at the rooftop. Yeah. And I, they were, I mean, they, they allowed me to go up there and take some photos. I'm oh. not sure anybody can, but 
the photography in our icon office is uh-huh. from their rooftop oh, so neat. if you ever stop by icon you'll see our big mural uh-huh. and that is thanks to them allowing me to go up there and take some photos okay. of the town cool. it's a, it literally is bird's eye view of town yeah love it yeah. so great place neat. you know thanks so much for joining us on this episode Remember, when you're looking for a real estate professional, make sure they're experienced, innovative, personal, dedicated, and available. And thanks for listening. We uh, really love, would love it if you would take a moment to leave us a rating or review. If you have time and you're enjoying listening, you can always subscribe. Absolutely. Until next time, think iconic. Think iconic.